A good night, Yom Kippur, my Jewish Florida. Five minutes about Yom Kippur. The Mishra says in times that Yom Kippur is one of the happiest days of the year. Explains the great revival of our Tanur. There are two reasons why that's the case. Reason number one, it's because it's a day of Slicho and Mechila. It's a day of forgiveness. Reason number two, it's because when they got the Torah again, for the second Luchos, after the Egozov, after the gold, golden calf, I saw a remarkable shot by Rabbi Pinchas Roberts of England. He said, perhaps there's actually a connection between those two pshatim. And that is as follows, that the Sifri says, when the Torah was offered to the Jewish people, it was first offered to all the nations of the world. And each nation had a specific reason why they didn't want it, whether it's because it said don't murder, or don't steal, or don't live certain types of lifestyles. Only Klal Yisrael accepted the Torah. And you know why? Because they said to themselves, if we can't do it today, we'll change to do it. That we could change. And says Rabbi Roberts, the essence of Slicho Mechil, the efforts of Yom Kippur, is that idea that we could change. Something that Klal Yisrael recognized on, when they accepted the Torah in the first place, that they can change to keep the Torah. And says Rabbi Roberts, that every year on Yom Kippur, Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, hear that message, we could change. We could do better. Over 40 years ago, a Jewish lady heard that message very loud and clear. When the Israelis, when the, when the Israeli army came into Lebanon in Operation Peace for the Galilee in 1982, they went from house to house searching for terrorists. And in one house they were looking for an arch terrorist. And when they came in, he was not there, but his wife was there. And this lady starts telling them in English, I am Jewish. Now, what's the chance of a terrorist's wife in Lebanon being Jewish? They didn't believe her. So she went ahead, she ran into a room, she went under a mat, she picked, she took out a Jewish star with, with a necklace. They still didn't believe her. So she started to sing Kol Nidre. Then they started to say, well, maybe how does this lady know all the words of Kol Nidre? But as they're searching the house, they actually found a recording, a record of John Pierce, this famous Broadway singer who was originally Jacob Promoter. And they found this record on Kol Nidre. And so they said, now we know you know how the words of Kol Nidre. You really just learned it so you, so you can carry on your terrorism. She said, no, the, it's true that I know the words of Kol Nidre from this record, but I'm really Jewish. And she told them the following story. She said she was a girl in college in the 1970s, grew up relatively secular, and she started dating an Arab student in college in, in America. And she fell in love with him, and she wanted to marry him. And albeit that our family was not particularly religious, they had no desire for their, do- their daughter to intermarry, and not, not, so they got to marry this Arab student. And they were totally against the, the, the concept, and they got to huge fights, and eventually she left her house and married, married this Arab college student. The, of, uh, over time, he said to her, we have to go back to my homeland, to Lebanon. She had no idea that he was a terrorist at this time. And she, of course, she's loved, so to speak, married, so to speak, to this person. And she's going to go to return to, to Lebanon with him. Somehow or other, her father heard about her leaving and he met her at the airport and he ran over to her crying and said to his daughter, you should come home. And she said to her, you know, on a, we have a Jewish holiday called Yom Kippur and it tells us that you can change and you can come home. And he said, come home, change and come home. And he gave her this record of John Pierce as she went on to, to, to the airplane. And several years later, she said she would listen to this record, always wanting to go home, but she was stuck. And she, she said to the Israeli soldiers that my father told me, it's Yom Kippur, I can come back, I can change it to come home. Take me to my family, take me to my people. 
And they actually at that point believed her. They brought her back to Israel and she was eventually reunited with her family and with the Kalal of Jewish people. She heard the message of Yom Kippur. And this Yom Kippur, we need to hear that message as well. It's not about just, you know, copying al khait and fasting. We should remember that the message of Yom Kippur is that it's the happiest day because it's a day where it teaches we could change. And change doesn't have to be overnight. I once heard from Nisim Kaplan from the Mir Yeshiva that just like somebody goes to law school and becomes a lawyer, it doesn't become a lawyer overnight, or goes to medical school and becomes a doctor, but he doesn't become a doctor overnight. Or for us, he goes, uh, or, uh, he goes to, to take smicha, it doesn't become a rov over, overnight. So too, change doesn't happen overnight. It's the process. And we have to realize, you know, Kippur Hashem says to start the process. And if we do that, if we take the message of Yom Kippur, in Mitzvah Hashem, we should all be zaycha to a Gemara Chesim and a good Kabanch Yom.